Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is today the day you wish to confess your sins? Not today. My sins are my own. You heard about the incident in London? Blake Molyneux is extremely dangerous. This is our chance. We must get Victor involved. No one can do what he does. Not the man I used to be. The Blackbird is dead. You're the only one who can stop this. We've got to come back and fight. When are we going to get past this? I'll never get past this! You can't just hide from the world. Victor Blackley. I believe you have something in mind. Who I am is none of your concern. And what I do is out of your control. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned, and I'm about to sin again. Hello, welcome to another Smirsh special. This week we'll be coming out of retirement to put a stop to something, while also possibly saving the world and falling in love. All accomplished while carrying the cumbersome burden of a charm so disarming that no hat will be able to sit at a flat angle. Yes, <laughs> it's Blackbird. And joining me to say flatly, my dear, we don't river dance, is Sarah Morgan. <laughs> Hello, sweetheart. And Seamus O'Reilly. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right now. This is I should say up, up front, because off air, you guys were talking about how many times you see this. This was my first viewing. No. Yeah. That's how ridiculous. Was it gentle? Oh, okay, I think. It, well, I, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll get there, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I want to ask us, did, did you think it would be, somehow did you think it would be better than it was? No, no. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, actually, you know what? I don't want to sound all partridge but what? Um, what? I, was, I was quite impressed with some of the angles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it wasn't. Um, yeah, it's not shot terribly no. bad all the time. Some of it is very workaday, but mm. obviously they got a little bit of expensive sort of Irish tourism boards, drone footage, and that kind of stuff. Yes, there's some um, great B-roll. The B-roll is oh, solid. They've spent some immaculate. money on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John, this, was it, this, I feel everything you keep saying just sounds like you're talking about your virginity. Being yeah. The, your first, your first time seeing Blackburn. Yeah. How how you liked the angle. <laughs> Actually, like what what you just said there it accidentally sounded like black burden, and I feel to some extent that this film has become my black burden, because <laughs> I was waiting for it for so long, and <gasps> I was telling people like I knew people, so I mean, we can get to how much this was sought after as we're as we're talking mm. about it, because mm. the fact that it was released at all mm. was weirdly such an event, because yeah. it it was going to be one of those completely shelved lost little oddities particularly in irish film twitter circles yeah. it was like the, i knew paul Dwayne, the excellent director yes. and all-round lovely man mm. was this close like literally hand hovering an inch off his laptop to buy a ticket to the monaco streaming festival <laughs> which <laughs> oh my god it's the, real the monaco streaming festival is real well i was but i was looking up the categories today to see what else won that year <laughs> The only yeah. year it was ever on. <laughs> and what what else won? Uh, I think best film was Die, um, uh, die Another... Not Die Another Day. Hang on. The other one with Die In. The James Bond film. Oh, No and Time to Die. That's the one. Mm. Wow. <laughs> um, obviously. And that, yeah, everything else is just sort of like what you'd expect to win. And then a couple of like... There's a humanitarian award that I assume some money was exchanged hands for that that kind of thing but yes funnily enough it was a festival that ran for one year and one year alone and that was where he won his best acting award won the best acting award he won the best acting award to be fair i think he might be the best actor in this well well there are some i mean no i don't think (laughs) even i can't say that (laughs) yeah he does the most acting of anyone i I think there's there's some performances which aren't absolutely abysmal weirdly eric roberts because eric roberts is always like that yeah he doesn't actually he kind of gets away with it some of the big part players i feel bad for them because they're given so little to do but yes we will get into all of those details yeah well i just want to say just very quickly because not only because um uh flatly is a bit it it has been poorly recently Mm. but also just because I think it's genuinely sincerely means from my heart if you gauge a film on how much joy it has given yeah. you mm. this is the best film that's ever been made yeah. I have yeah. hand on heart renewed friendships felt like a better person emerged from a cinema like I've had a religious experience uh, <laughs> watching this film well, yeah. <laughs> and, if you're, if you're both, and I just hmm. I, it makes me it's made me so happy not maybe in the way that the filmmaker intended but that's art for you yeah. art is subjective, subjective. Um, it is it really uh, is but it it's has a made me very happy this film just wanted to say that and if you're listening michael i hope you're well yeah 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 and also you're probably both thinking why are we both on this podcast the, the legitimate <laughs> fact is i got a dm from sarah and Seamus exactly the same time it was like one of those gallipoli bullets that hit each other at exactly the same moment and i was like well i can't say no to one or the other, so I thought we'll we'll, just, we'll all do it. It'll be fun. Oh, that's wonderful! And I did not realise that. Mm. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy because I wanted an excuse to be Seamus for a while, and I can't think of a better excuse than this. There is no I better mean, excuse. You mentioned renewed friendships, but what about a foundational friendship? Oh, mate! You know, this is we've become beautiful little blackbird pen pals, <laughs> and I this it, what could be what could be closer to the organising principles of the chieftains. Than Could to we the start end, calling ourselves the chieftains. We are to that. the to the end, yeah. to the end, to the end, to the end. And right. I, we're, I'm touching my head against your head uh, in the uh, time honoured <laughs> tradition of the chieftains. 
<laughs> I'm sipping a glass of what you'd hope is tea, but may actually be real whiskey. Cause it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're immediately bewitched by the animated logo of Dance Lord Pictures. Dance Lord! Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. So mm. I don't know if you had the same experience, uh, Sarah, but mm. uh, I was in a very rock. So I was at the first public screening on earth of this film. This is Sex Pistols at the 100 Club. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. So this was the, the this was the lesser free trade hall in 1976 or whatever. You were Mick Hucknell. I was. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I, I was. we were there and every single person there was so buzzing. It was completely sold out, obviously. Mm. Um, and when the trailers died down, I basically, you know, everyone went, whoa. It was literally like, I don't know, like a new Star Wars film when you're like 15 or something. Yeah. It was just this unbelievable febrile energy and when the dance lord thing comes up people screamed with so much joy like what sarah said is so true because if you do measure by how much joy i think that moment of seeing that logo come up was one of the purest cinematic experience he wasn't at that one he'd been at the premiere which i believe was like six hours earlier like during the day and then was on all the nightly news or possibly the day before and then the first public screening it was in the lighthouse cinema in smithfield and we went ham it was complete pandemonium it was unbelievable i, I can't compare it to any other film experience i've ever had it was it was like literal chieftain mania we went absolutely <laughs> we went so crazy and that's like we are talking three seconds into this yeah. uh, move this moving picture it was unbelievable um uh, yeah well we don't have time to focus on anything else because, we, as you mentioned before, we get a lovely drone shot of Ireland. Mm. And then we, we've settled on a large mansion house and, and we look at a bird in a cage and flatly considers it. He does. A gift from you, a loved one. A blackbird, you might say. You might say. I mean, because even Michael Flatley bores of subtlety sometimes, you know, yeah. he has to... <laughs> He has to, <laughs> 19 seconds into his film, show a blackbird. In, um, in a gilded cage. Mm. A gilded yeah. cage of being good at dancing. Yeah. yeah. Being good at well, everything. And, yeah, just yeah. being good at, like, you know, covert yeah. espionage antics. Yeah. yeah. So he's there, he's standing in a, is he in a beautifully tailored suit at this point? Is this pre, oh, I can't even remember that. I've seen this movie so many times. Yeah. Is he at this point... <laughs> Is he at this point? He puts his hand on a lady's hand. Yes, that's his, what that his was dead f- ex-wife's hand. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, Spoiler. Yeah. 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 And then he pulls the hand back, but it's so mannered the the oh. motion that it's kind of it's kind of it's very very unsettling. And he has you know kind of the st- staged movements of someone who is directing himself, by the way. So mm. probably isn't going crazy on the old takes. I'd say every single shot in this film was either the second or third take. Oh, he's I'm gonna yeah. yeah, I'm gonna guess because he's in so much of it and he's never directed a film before and also the entire film just kinda looks a bit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but everyone's so sad about what's happened that even the sky is crying during this funeral. <clears throat> I Bits noticed that as well. And he it's needs an umbrella because he's standing out there in the elements and he's just, <laughs> he's, he's a drowned rat. Yeah, and he's, he's, his, his suit has gone all shiny. Yeah. And he's got, and he's, he's wearing, 
his first of many mm. jauntily angled uh. hats, but there's water pouring off it. Like, it looks like he's standing underneath a pipe. It doesn't look like rain. <laughs> it's very like, singing in the rain. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Very much so. I hope uh, they put milk in it like they did in singing in the rain. <laughs> I sincerely hope. There may be mm. Baileys. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Patrick Bergen comes over and says, uh, you did what you had to do. Sweetheart. Yeah. Little, yeah, he, yeah. It, like, there's a lot of needless menace. Sorry about the accent, by the way. Oh, I enjoyed no, it. No, don't worry. There's, there's, uh, because <laughs> I mean, if you were to say that to every single character in this film, you'd be here all day as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, I think we're allowed to have an accent amnesty for the for the next hour. Um, <laughs> doing the quote along, yeah. Yeah, because my God, there. So the entire premise. There, I've got to imagine a lot of people are listening to this, and we don't know. if We think you should watch this movie. It is actually. Yes. It's not like so bad. It's good. It's so bad that it is incredible. Also, it, um, on Amazon Prime, it's one ninety nine to rent. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, it's and free it, on torrents. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I could also vouch for that latter statement, but I will say that if you. If you just just do a podcast with your friend and you can claim it against your tax, mm. oh, um, yeah. so you know, and we need more. I don't want to. I don't want my, my accountant have to ask me questions about that. To be honest, <laughs> that would be horrifying. On the subject of so bad, it's good though. And sorry, John, you will get to talk on your own podcast. Yeah, sure, but sure. I think there's so. Many, I'm enjoying a cup of tea. Ah, uh, it's one of those. It's it, the so bad, it's good thing. I think it's so often you and it's never never correct. Like a bad film is just a bad film, and a mm. deliberately bad film is you know bought a slog to get through the Meg or whatever but something as heartfelt as this film where mm. everything has been done trying to make a good film yeah. he's produced yeah. it directed it written the script stars in it obviously doesn't do any of the b-roll or any of the things that look good <laughs> but everything like he's wardrobe heavily mm. involved yeah. with wardrobe it's such it's as much of a labor of love as the room which i mean is the highest compliment like it sure. yeah and i think scholars that's will yeah, that's the high Sorry. watermark is, is something like the room where you can have it's all of its camp is unintended. Yeah. Uh, all of its shoddiness is still sincerely delivered and it becomes this incredible object where you're you're fascinated, attracted, repelled all at once mm -hmm. and you never feel it's there's never a wink. And when there is a yeah. wink, it's even worse because there <laughs> are. He literally winks several times in this movie, <laughs> and it's just—it's so earnest, and it's so earnestly—it's a, a vanity project that gives you know fresh, new, pulsing life mm. to the term vanity project, because it was so clearly just him wanting to to look like the kind of guy that would be in a film like this, mm. and then you're like. Has you have you ever seen a film, Mike? Mm. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, hot. he's clearly seen two films, and he's sort of trying to remember the plots of them, like a seven-year-old telling yeah, you the yeah. plot, he, yeah, or like watched... Partridge describing um a what in, <laughs> on the Bank Holiday Monday Partridge episode yeah. when he's describing the plot of a Bond film. Yeah, it's basically that. It's a man explaining the plot of a Bond film to you badly and half remembered. Yeah, yeah, but and with he can't... absolute love and sincerity. Yeah, yeah, and he can't afford car chases or stunts yeah. or anything oh, no. like that. I mean, I saw Mission Impossible Dead Seven, Reckoning. Dead Reckoning mm. Part One yesterday with my dad. First time I've been to the cinema uh, with my dad for thirty years to the day oh. since we saw Jurassic Park uh, in nineteen ninety three. And yeah, and um, that was like, oh, okay, well, this is just. All the things happen. Like it's such a, it's 
you know, if, if Michael Flatley is doing the most acting, that is the most film of, <laughs> of all films. And it's silly and nonsense. I enjoyed it and can barely remember what happened. But in this, I watched this an hour and a half ago again for the third time, I believe. And I'm already forgetting what happened because oh. nothing happens. Yeah. Almost every scene could be in a different order. Because there's so little attention paid to yeah. how the plot works or how. It, so perhaps do we need to set up the plot? Well, yeah, yeah. I was, I was also going to make another point about Flatley here. Is that he clearly cares about the audience? Because one of the few, th- one of the first things I really enjoyed about this is 88 minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah. love that. Yeah, mm. big, big fan. The mm. dead, dead Reckoning Part One was two hours and 45 minutes, and I, yeah. I, I really, my heart sunk when I saw that after we booked the tickets. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so we're having a funeral. A, a man sadly plays bagpipes. Yeah, very sad bagpipes. Very sad bagpipes. And Bergen is worried. He's worried at what this loose cannon will do next. And then he says, as a beautiful lady watches from a window, as flatly walks away like a fat chaplain. <laughs> he says, don't worry, he's one of us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so he's, at this point, you don't know anything about them other than that they're all sad and that uh, that is his house. Mm. And he lives in like Flatley's a... real house, yeah. Yes, but he, he <laughs> lives, it's so funny because it's so Michael Flatley because he lives in basically like a wedding venue. It's not even like a gaff. It's a... That's what it's I was like, thinking, yeah. It's like, a country, it's like a, a, an Irish country wedding venue. Like it has its own bar. <laughs> and is that, is, yeah. that is his own house, is it? It is his own house, yeah. And <laughs> I believe he has property in either... is it the Bahamas is that where the other stuff was uh, filmed yes um, so I don't know if he lives at the blue moon I would love it if he does oh, I'd love it if he did but um, I mean wouldn't we all love yeah. to live in the blue moon but he yeah he made he made basically his house into like this incredible set that's barely used it's kind of a bit of a waste really but I'm sure there was some sort of big tax write off he got Definitely. he could he basically paid off his entire mortgage because he used it as a film set film <laughs> island now <laughs> yeah but it's 10 years later in London. And he I'm, hasn't... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. The man shredding documents. You know oh, it's yeah. London because there's a red phone box. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah, which yeah. We see it a few times, actually. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. yeah. And also there's... <laughs> they um, a defibrillator out of it and put they, the phone into it. Because it's, it's so weird. There's no mobiles in this film. That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, one like, of the many beautiful mysteries of this film is why no one has a mobile ever. They do have a laptop, so it is modern. They do day. have a laptop, and they have other modern things. Oh, and they also have Libya. They also have Libyan death discs. Yes. So yeah. So that's pretty. That's pretty futuristic. Yeah. So you know. Well, that's what we're going for here, because this man runs away and he ha- he kisses a nun in a church, <laughs> and we get some good acting from a, from someone going oh. Mm. Some of the fellow nuns who are like surprised, but not as surprised as you think they might be. Yeah. Which is one of my favourite sort of genres of surprise. Yeah. Where they. <laughs> They've just seen a random man come in and French one of their fellow nuns, they think. Mm. And they're like, oh, I wouldn't be doing that. But rather than like, you know, being genuinely quite shocked Mm. at what is either a sort of scandalous liaison or like a sexual assault. I don't know. It's happened in front of them. Or he's passing a sort of whatever the microfiche pog SIM card full of secrets into her mouth. I think it's a pog, right? It looks like a pog, yeah. It's like a pog with 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 secrets on it, it had, and he it might had be one pushing of the into her mouth with his it. tongue yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a yeah, gold it's monster a, munch pog <laughs> a sort of an, al- an algorithmical death pog the mm. MacGuffin of the of the of the film is this pog isn't it of 
pog of destiny. It is, yeah. And it, I, in terms of it being a MacGuffin, it's funny because it is a MacGuffin at the beginning, and then they just completely forget about it for about forty-five minutes. Yeah, and then go, oh yeah, here's the MacGuffin again. Yeah, and because a, it's actually really yeah. about love or something That's true. or family. That's oh, true. Yeah. It's about yeah. love and hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much better title for this film, by the way. The thin line between love and hats. But so this nun ain't no ain't no nun because she, she ditches ain't no the nun. and then she Psych, hands the discs. She's a nun. Yeah, mm. she hands the pog to a mysterious stranger in a car, which we later find out it's Eric Roberts, isn't it? I assume. Oh, oh. no, I think it's another one of the chieftains. It's because the, oh. the nun is the nun is um 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 Vivian. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. come on, John, you've got to watch this film with, I need to watch <laughs> at least it another four times. I got lost in the maze. Sorry, so I actually, I actually think I was on. I was thinking what John thought. So that oh, nun and this was, is another was, blonde lady. There, there may be more than one blonde woman. I think film. that's a different blonde lady. <laughs> but then you're right. How does it get to Eric Roberts then? No, because she, because she's not aware of any of this. Vivian doesn't oh, know that any of this is going on. Yeah, she's surprised. So yeah. I think it is just another. No, it's another. Right, guys, it's another. It's another comely blonde. Do you think all blondes look alike? Yeah. I think all white blonde women in this film are the same. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Also, she's Vivian's been with Eric Roberts for five years at this point and has not noticed anything shady ever. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, okay, yeah. John, can you edit this back? Because I yeah. really don't want to look foolish while talking about how much I love wow. this film, Blackbird <laughs> Sorry, by you, Michael Flatley. You signed your contract. <laughs> but hey, let's skip to the Blue Moon Caribbean. <laughs> Oh god, this is that's the, this is, it's so there is actually one very kind of at least handsome tracking shot that mm. oh, I mean it's yeah, unfortunate that. it's unfortunate that everything that happens in it seems literally like slightly embarrassed or slightly nervous actors yes perhaps all thinking they're going to have a second or third take and not getting it that's basically but, his scorsese goodfellas shot isn't it yeah yeah and yeah. it's not it's not awful it's, no. it's like if i think if i saw that on like you know a sort of a a, a tv show a on a small budget yeah, yeah i think it, would, it wouldn't be <laughs> you know it's it's not it's not awful i mean like we are it sounds like faint praise but like you're occasionally struck by okay there are people on this this gig who knew what they were doing mm. and it's more that most of the contents because it is like it is the cantina sequence it's like uh, all of the sort of casino sequences but like through the mind of like someone who's quite concussed yeah. it's like all yeah. of the signifiers without any of the actual content or depth or texture yeah. it's casablanca written by roy clark yeah, <laughs> effectively because he it's even like comes down the stairs. Two Ronnies did Casablanca. Yeah, he's got the white Fantasy tuxedo on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I've heard the gen joints in all the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's impeccable, Michael Flatley. Thank but you. so he's found peace, hasn't he? That's what we, he's retired. Yeah. He's yeah. opened a inexplicable hotel in Barbados mm-hmm. that is clearly his house with a little LED neon, neon sign, sign outside yeah. about, outside it, um, and it has an infinity suite. And they clearly have very luxurious guests staying there who mm. never speak out loud. There's no. a lot and of I, very mute extras. At this point, we're not getting ahead of the game because at this point, it's clear, even though it takes the viewer a little while to kind of fully realise this, but all of the main staff, so his like consigliere, <laughs> who has an undefined role, Ian Beattie, his his head his head of, I would presume, like his, his head butler is Matiti. Matiti. And then yeah. his, I think, kind of like front of house kind of person, Kaz. Mm. They were all fellow agents in the yes. Chieftains, right? Mm-hmm. But they have all decided, well, you're retiring because you're 60-odd. I best guess we will all retire too. 
we are no longer going to do that job. We are going to work in the hospitality sector. Yeah. In, you know, Matidi is like, seems to be like, you know, just as qualified as the rest of them in terms of being a literal spy. Mm. And he's like, he's a bellhop. He's yeah. basically being taught. It's quite uncomfortable viewing, given the racial dynamics, given yeah. the class dynamics. And also from a professional point of view, he was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to retire. I'm like 20 years younger than you. Mm. And also I have a completely different skill set from being the person that makes up the rooms and organizes the transport of guests. <laughs> it is just, just, it's just completely baffling. It, it makes me think of that. Do you remember that reality series from about 20 years ago called The Hotel with that guy with the big mullet? Oh, no, oh, I don't God. think I do. Yeah. Oh, my God, you've got to watch the hotel. It's fucking amazing telly. But it just makes me think that this is this is Flatley's hotel in that respect. Mm. There's just this like ramshackled thing. But he's also got this Garth Marenghi thing that he is the best person in every room. Yes. Yeah. 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 And everyone yeah. tells him how like great Poo- he is. He's like Poochie when he's not there. Yeah. Everyone's telling him. Everyone's going, you know what? Black thing about Vincent. What's, no, Victor Blackley. Victor Blackley. I mean, I don't know how he came up with that name. That is just gold. That's brilliant. Uh, thing about Victor Blackley is he's just, oh, he's so good. He's the best spy ever. Yeah. If it was I'd like, like to kiss him. There's a lot of that. Ian Blackbird. That would be better. better <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it should have been like a sort of the ITV drama sort of template. Like bl- bl- just Blackbird PI and his name is just Declan Blackbird. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, this, this it's basic... Res- swallow, isn't it? This like well, casino... Yeah. This um, casino come holiday resort kind of thing which is very fancy i'm sure and he probably has a bit of cachet being its owner Mm. but Mm. it's still it's still vaguely menial you're still like in charge of a hotel basically you're not you're not the coolest man in the world because you operate a hotel hey he's humble but he's happy yeah (laughs) that's true well and he's he's, he's got his mates who are the women of of uh, the chieftains who are for some reason 20 years younger than him but yeah presumably were 10 when they were (laughs) chieftains (laughs) now it's 10 years later they're 20 which is fine and are now singing mac the knife for him uh or mine being to mac the knife for him uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was. They, they only like, cleared just one song, which I think is out of copyright, but they, they they sing it quite a lot in this film, don't they? Mac the knife. They do bye bye Blackbird as well later, don't they? Or did I imagine do, that? Do they actually? I thought. Do they you think did. Paul McCartney came on and did? <laughs> you know, I bet he made. Did you the watch call. a different film? He definitely made the call. <laughs> he went, "Come on, I did." Uh, <laughs> I love a Bond theme, and mm. they went, "No, no, 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 we're going to do our own." Sorry, Paul. Um, so a lady tells him he's very handsome and mm-hmm. that he should have fun again. Yes. And his friend Nick turns up, who in any other film would be like oh, a horrible junkie or something. But in this one, he's just a, a sort of very flat, boring bloke. Yeah. Uh, For whom there is there's a hint at some sort of like oh, tortured yeah. resonance, mm. but which has no bearing on anything. He's just he's just that way. Yeah. There's not going to he doesn't come out at some point and say, I should have had that promotion or you mm. backstrapped me or you ran off my wife. No, it's just he's just a disagreeable guy who they didn't write in a motivation for. He's also really sweaty compared oh, to everyone he's else. Very sweaty. So like, he's wears these white linen shirts where at every seam and every joint, there's just sweat pooling mm. everywhere. And you know that it's real sweat. Like, it just, it doesn't look like, if they were trying to make him up that way, it didn't serve any plot function. But if they didn't clean up the actor on the day, then that's even worse. Just yeah. like, letting him just stew in his own juices on, you know, 
actual on, on on the cinematic record. It just they did my boy dirty. They I just did. don't know why they did, <laughs> they did. it. I think... He has not seen a brush in his life. He looks. No. <laughs> oh my good... god. <laughs> he looks like he needs a good comb. I will looks... say this though. Oh, sorry, Ron. He, well, he looks like he's just been hit by a water balloon at all times. <laughs> <laughs> As startled, angry, and wet as someone who's just, just this second, been hit by a water balloon, and then they go, action, and but he was, can't... But was too drunk to sort of yeah. acknowledge it. Like, he was uh, drunk on his way home, drinking, yeah, and he... like, nipping bottle of whiskey on the tube, <laughs> and someone chucked a water balloon at him, and he's like, I, I don't know. And he, I give and he up. knows I'm just going to lie down here now. <laughs> and he can't complain about it, because he knows he's about to be on camera. So he's like, uh, I don't know why that happened, but I'll just say my lines. <laughs> But that's in every single scene. He's just, he's just motiv- motivationally furious and and wet and wet to the, to the touch. But he's quite withering as well. Which I like that he's put a lot of work into the character, hasn't he? I think. Mm. He's, I, he's I, quite... I think he definitely has made choices. I, I yeah. kind of would stick up for that guy because he at least was a recognisable type. Mm. Well, he was in Game and... of Thrones, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he was. He's ah, from, that's where I know him from. Yeah. He's he was on five seasons of Game of Thrones. He's been in a few like sort of, you know, relatively uh, sort of profilish TV stuff. And I think he he is doing a job of work. He doesn't have great material. I think I, if if M- Michael could forgive me for saying so, the, the dialogue <laughs> is necessarily there, and the character doesn't really exist. But he is in. It's almost the tension between how much he is going for it. This fictional character which mm. does not exist, even on the page, fictional. That the tension between that and the fact that he there's no reason for him to be any of these things. No, <laughs> there's no. There's he's no just reason trouble. He's just. He's just. I think. I reckon he chose to do call him sweetheart all the time as well. Like, oh, Absolutely. sweetheart. Oh yeah. Like it's like oh we'll hint at this kind of like we're not hashtag no homo. We're men unafraid to show sentiment towards each other. They're always hugging and call each other sweetheart. It's lovely. It's like and suggest years of good friendship between these two. Lots of these soldiers. Yeah, oh, they love a cuddle. Mm. And the 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 head to head touch mm. salute. That we alluded to One earlier. One of the which, many oh, memes yeah. in the drinking game, if you... Oh. Yeah. I, in, I need in, that bingo card. Yeah, and the Blackbird binking, nuzzling head to head. Oh, yeah, so much that nuzzling. And also... Like a like, cat ima- leaving its scent. Imagine how wet your forehead would be afterwards, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know that sort of, like, that soft, damp sweat? <laughs> like, it's, it's not... It's just, like, just really uncomfortable and kind of just a sort of light smearing of someone else's sweat on your forehead. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, we, we do get that weird moment though where Eric Roberts arrives with Vivian and Nick just leans in and goes oh sorry I thought you were someone else 
Yeah, and he then says, "I don't suppose you've ever been to a lovely town called Lurgan?" Yeah, which I'm like, he ab- he absolutely threw that in as an ad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that was. But I mean, it's even that doesn't make sense. At the po- at that point in the movie, you're supposed to believe is that uh, Eric Roberts, evil sort of arms dealer guy, is mm. coming there, and lo and behold, we've just discovered his current flame fiance mm. is someone from their past life, someone they all know. Mm-hmm. But they're all. Are they trying to play this off as if they don't know who she is, and that they're just keeping up a front? Because then, whenever they go and make this clear to Michael Flatley, mm. his reaction is to go, "Oh God, well, better play this one smart." He walks in, takes her up from her seat, <laughs> yeah. and dances with her, and yeah. whispers sweet nothings into her ear, and then walks away. He doesn't even say hello to Eric Roberts. No, so. I, I was so confused. I was like, did I, have I still third time not, have I missed a scene? Or wh- why? What is, even in in the plot of the film, what does that mean? Why did he do that? <laughs> why if all the gin joints in all the world has she checked into this hotel? It's never explained. Yeah, keep <laughs> a low profile. She... This arms dealer should not know that we know each other. So I this better go and dealer. basically <laughs> like kiss you on your mouth effectively <laughs> for like 45 minutes in front of him and then leave without even saying hello so i gotta say i'm disappointed you know films that were built around the performer like i'm thinking of things like jim carter where there was a guy who was really good at doing gym oh, stuff yeah. so oh they, yeah 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 they put Pommel Pommel of Destiny, yeah. exactly well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed there isn't a scene in this where he river dances is way out of a situation maybe there's like loads of lasers on the floor or something you're right and he does do two dances he does yeah. a but they're both slow, kind of yeah. listless dances. One mm. with Kaz whenever they're having a the best days of our life montage oh, yeah. uh, by the piano, mm. and then that other extremely strange, uh, needlessly intimate dance with the woman he is pretending not to have ever seen before in his life. Yeah, that ends with and, my favorite line from the film. Go on, which is when she she says, uh, "Oh yeah, aren't <laughs> you going amazing. to say something to me?" And he just goes. I already did. I just did. Oh yeah, I just and did. Like he's just know- come in his pants. Yeah, that's what <laughs> like- he means. Yeah. Do you know that my yeah, my head sorry. my head cannon was definitely boner touch. Yeah, uh, it was absolutely. Yeah. 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 Aren't you going to say something to me? I just did. But what he means is with the power of the dance. Mm. Yeah, mm. but it does just sound like he. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the the line when he meets uh, Vivian again the next day. Yeah. When he's like, Nick, you know, Nick didn't tell him, and he's like, I tried to tell you. And then he goes and sits, t- talks to her on the beach, and then he, she says to him, "We feared you were dead." No, she said, "We feared you dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that typo we, in this yeah. typo we, in this Yeah, we feared you. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless, bless, bless And he goes, "Parts of me were." Yeah. Until, <laughs> until last night. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, bless her, Vivian. What, what do we think of Vivian? Well, I mean, uh, next question. Uh, <laughs> She's doing I, a job of work, isn't she? She yeah. is. I mean, you don't uh, want to be mean, but yeah. No. Another of the many, 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 many baffling choices to do with wardrobe in this film is the, the deep V. In that, that flatly never does his shirt buttons up. Obviously, he's, yeah. he's showing you the goods. We get that. Yeah. But other characters also follow suit yeah. and do a deep V right down to the tummy so none of the women wear bras mm. they have tops done and she and, and Vivian I think just has a flawless wardrobe of deep V outfits and strange, yeah, they, strange bikini as well astonishing yeah, yeah they, I mean, bikini looks like she's walked through a picket fence 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I think she looks great, <laughs> and I think that uh, Kaz looks great. I think they, I think Flatley's choices because they're so specific that you know that he was behind them all. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't yeah. think he, there's one point where he's wearing like three quarter length like pedal pushers yeah. on the beach, and obviously we have briefly alluded to, but I think we haven't given even an, enough. Uh, Greens to, to the hat game. There's mm. one moment yeah. where every single time he wore a hat, obviously everybody cheered in the cinema to a point yeah. was mm-hmm. it was like ecstasy. But by far the biggest che- hat related cheer was when he was wearing a flat cap. Yep. He takes it off and someone is already putting another hat on his head. Yeah. Everyone, we went ballistic. It was like we, it was like, I don't know what it was like. I've never taken heroin, but it can't be much better than yeah. that. It's, it can't be. All that I, hat swap. Mm. It, oh, so yeah. good. All I could think of, do you remember a show called Operation Good Guys? Oh, yeah. Was the, that a pre... Yeah. Was that a precursor to... Um, oh, no. Remind me, tell me what it was. Oh, it was just like a, a fly-on-the-wall doc about a police station. But the main guy in it who had an obsession with um, uh, J. Edgar Hoover being a, a cross-dresser, mm. uh, he, was very, he reminds me very much of Flatley in this, that he's very, very vain and is always <laughs> wearing weird hats and stuff. That's all yeah. I came away from this thinking about was Operation Good Guys. Well, also, you kind of imagine that he's got in his head every close-up. And yeah. he also is, he squints so meaningfully. Because I think he's probably mm. seen the great squinters of Hollywood. Like, you know, Kevin Costner, Richard Gere, you know, mm. the, this, the acting squinters, of, yeah. you know, par excellence. So there's so many times where he's squinting in one direction and then you can see he's had a thought and then he just starts squinting in a slightly different direction, which is obviously supposed to sort of denote gravitas mm. and thought, but he just looks constipated. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so mesmerizing. Like I can't keep my eyes off his... It's probably the girdle. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he in almost constant pain as well, Flatley? That's one of the things about him. Oh, is this because oh, of the river dancing? Yeah, the river mm. dancing is just he's 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 pushing his body beyond mortal limits at all times. Mm. I read in it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> he got that when he met the devil at a crossroads, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Yeah. Before well, you start feeling too sad for him, he did also perform at Trump's inauguration. So, oh, he yeah. has gotta, used his his magic and his beauty and his art for evil. For evil, um, uh, he has yeah. he said a f- quite a few very regressive things as well. So, yeah. obviously, you which know, is you strange. Put the art this away. is so progressive. It's so um, racially. That's true. Uh, to do the gender, it's it, 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 you know. No, I mean, it's, it was. I mean, I was very shocked when I looked at the credits, and Gloria Steinem had had no part in the script <laughs> because <laughs> it is it is an almost bafflingly, strangely, myopically sexist film because it's it it like doesn't even the, the female characters are barely even characters. Mm. But then none of the male characters are. So almost the best argument for it is they all seem like they're all, they're just paper characters, even his it's own character. It's anti-human. I mean, it's not, it's, it's, yeah. you can't start digging into how it doesn't represent humanity. Yeah, well, no I, one, I, I, no I wrote in, I wrote in my review that it doesn't just not pass the Bechtel test. It doesn't pass the Turing test <laughs> because none of the none of the characters would get anywhere towards sentience. Like it's it is it is actually it is baffling, but it is it is mesmerizing. I find myself compelled. I wasn't bored again watching yeah. it for the third time today. I was. I just enjoyed it so much. I just enjoy this film so much. I just think once you realise that everybody in this have built villages around the base of this vast volcano (laughs) that could go off at any minute, 
you you understand everyone's subservience and and sense of wonder when they <laughs> when they skirt the base of this <laughs> tumescent beast. <laughs> We've gone so off track here, but I do. I I constantly think when I'm watching this, as I have for my fourth time, how much fun was this film to make? And I reckon mm. loads. I reckon flatly puts on a spread. I reckon mm, you yeah. are taping on his island. If you're in that, if you're in the blue moon, whatever it's called in real life, mm. and you're there, I bet you there's a great lunch. I bet you they wrap at five. I bet you. He literally raps at five. He raps yeah. at yeah, he five. <laughs> I bet it's a hoot. I bet it's like doing Death in Paradise. I bet it's so much fun yeah. to go and be in this film. And no one really gives a shit. They're all drunk by 11 anyway. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone I mean, drinking is drinking real booze in every shot. Yes. I think they're having I, a ball. I'd imagine that it is very much like the scene that they depict of whenever they everyone goes to bed for the night mm. yeah. or, go, or leaves the casino and they sit around the piano yeah. and have a sort of a weird very brightly lit lock-in <laughs> in a place which I've got to presume goes on quite late anyway. It's a it's a resort come casino and people have rooms. So like, do they just clear, does ever, what, at what time is that taking place? Like 5 a.m.? Yeah. Like it doesn't, make, it doesn't make any sense. And then he says, I've got to go to bed. I've got an air, I want to have an early night for me. And his 24 year old yeah. love interest um, mm. Is like no, she's not looks, the lover. She's the femme fatale, isn't she? She knocks f- on his door and uh, that's right. And then he's yeah. like, no, 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 no. He d- she drops. It's one of the one of the eggier moments in this film where she drops her robe and because he's such a good guy and tortured by the love of his dead wife, mm-hmm. uh, he picks her robe off the floor, puts it around her shoulders. Uh, I think I said out loud in the cinema, not realizing I was going to say it so loudly. I said, "Thanks, Dad." <laughs> it is a very it's like da- a dad it's bond has these moments anyway yeah. i think it, you know and, and and if it's not clear this is this is a man really who wants to be bond mm. so much so that you can't even laugh at it you just have to kind of admire um but yeah it has the bond has those moments where you just it just looks a bit like he's pick he's picking up his kid from a disco yeah yeah no time to die when he pulls up in the little blue car and she hops in in the sun dress and it's a bit like i'm expecting a dad's taxi sticker on the back of it it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> and this is almost an homage to that in this <laughs> Blackbird, blackbird, singing the blues all day, right outside of my door. Blackbird, blackbird, why do you sit and say, there's no sunshine in store? All through the winter, you hung around, now I began to feel homeward bound. Blackbird, blackbird, gotta be on my way, where there's sunshine galore. 